Welcome to Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I'm your host, James Hartwell, and I'm joined by... Charles Jamat, and I'm joined by... Andy Kay. Good evening, and a spooky, almost Whoa. Halloween edition. Yeah. Almost Halloween. That's it, absolutely. So spooky that my oh. YouTube recommendations have started up... Uh, started recommending me scary short film horror movies Ooh. yeah which so, which is a problem because last year i did that already so it remembered uh, and then was like hey you want to see the new batch what does youtube <laughs> think you're scared of oh it's just like uh anything that has parentheses short film on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here's nothing the gone sexual no, no, nothing no, gone sexual bad. just that's yet. Too bad. Uh, but you know, here's the thing: short horror films they they have a certain structure to it, and uh, there's some good scary ones that I enjoyed Ooh. watching. Specifically, ones where you can't see the the horrific thing unless you see it through a different device, like maybe a camera, oh, or a reflection, oh. or in the water. Those are scary. Like, didn't realize you like watching horror, Charles. Well, it's more of a my mom loves horror movies, and I grew up with that type of thing. But I don't oh. actually like watching horror movies. I enjoy the structure, and I will Wikipedia story and how it goes. <laughs> in a yeah, I think we've talked about this before. But yeah, exactly. we we treat horror uh, horror franchises as Wikipedia articles. Yeah, just like <laughs> okay, got it. Huh? That seemed that was an interesting twist. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I was reading the the new Halloween. Uh, what is it? Halloween Kills. What's the new one that just came yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, Halloween yeah. Kills. Yeah, I was really like, oh wow, they're doing some things in this. This is interesting. <laughs> I'll never watch it. <laughs> Good twist. <laughs> um. Did you watch any of the? You should watch the local Fifty Eight stuff that we watched when I was over there in August. No, that's it. I I am. I'm, I'm going through it, uh, which I enjoy. So yeah, short form short film form horror movies though I do like too because they are normally like 10, 15 minutes and you can just be like, oh, got it. <laughs> they they usually they usually don't have enough time to keep you on edge for too long, which is yeah. good, right? Yeah. For for me, it's always the audio design where it's just that that low hum frequency and the, oh. the tension of the music before something happens. You might as well just break my heart in half because I can't <laughs> take it. Yeah. Well, there, there was there was one that I I I'd like to read as just an awful one because oh. <laughs> they they had that right, but the issue was the character was so unbelievable that I was like. There's no way you'd stay here. <laughs> you'd oh, have just sure. left. <laughs> it was one of those situations where, like, clearly she sees something scary mm-hmm. and she knows it's coming towards her, but she keeps like closing her eyes and pretending it's not there. And I was like, no, what? It's, it moved a certain distance and you know it moved a certain You just get up and leave now. You wouldn't you can stay just there. Leave. Like, yeah. And, and so that's, that's where it fails. But those other types of ones I mentioned where, like, Oh, I didn't notice something unless I look through it via camera. And you're like, oh, my God, that's horrifying. (laughs) I mean, that that is one of my main issues with any horror franchises. People are far too um, unwilling to just break through a window to get out of a house. (laughs) (laughs) I I would dive through fucking double pane windows if it meant getting out of the house of a killer. Exactly. Like, if, if it was like... I, I actually got excited. You know, this was a thought in me for Seattle. They're like, we don't have basements in Seattle. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Anything bad <laughs> happens, you just jump through a window. <laughs> it's not, you're never buried underneath your house. You could just leave through a window. <laughs> yeah. I am I am barefoot in boxers just running down the street away from the house. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's where the murderer lives now. It's there. Yeah, exactly. That's his house. <laughs> not coming back. See you later. <laughs> yeah. It's like I live in a different state now. <laughs> I've it's never like, thought like, about. Mm. Go ahead. Oh, I only meant to say I've never thought about basements being traps. Like, how do you get out of a base? Well, I think newer basements. Don't you have to like have a window out or something? 
There's oh. ways to get out of basements, right? It's safe to be in a basement. I mean, right? in, in New England, most basements have like kind of that half window, like it, yeah. not even a half quarter window. Yeah, that it's kind of like dug like, into the ground. Yeah, you would like struggle to like get out of. Oh, hmm. you'd have to like if you were in the basement, you'd have to go like your uh, belly up to to get through the window so you could like bend upwards to crawl out. Well, that Which, takes too long to get away from a killer. Exactly. So you're dead. Yeah, you'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh no. When they make basement codes, do they make... Hmm, what is the do code? They make, do they make them in mind of uh, haunted serial killer ghosts? Escaping a killer! Like, this window needs to be designed so you can exit quickly. You know, not necessarily in case of a natural disaster, but uh, a, a possessed killer. Hmm. Listen, I would... Thinking. I would much rather be in a final destination than any sort of slasher movie because those final destination kids die almost instantly every time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just it's just a shock factor of and he's gone. Yeah, it's just like it's just a quick thing that happens. Oh, his head cut off. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead instantly. Slasher movie: the guy's hunting you. He stabs you in the stomach a couple times. When he oh. cuts like your tendons and you crawl Ooh. away. No, it's awful. Yeah. 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 Final destination. It's like, oh, this blade off a lawnmower just flies out and decapitates me. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was no tension. I didn't know it was coming. Exactly. Yeah. One guy died in one of those movies because he was in the drive-through, and then the <gasps> engine came through and killed him. What? Don't say that. But, I'm in the drive-thru all the time. <laughs> well, Eddie, have serious. you recently cheated death? <laughs> That's how I'm they get you. So scared. <laughs> and I'd, I'd like to, you know, to tell the audience how is this all connected? Because we played some phasmophobia earlier oh, this week. Yes. And so the talk of spooky things has come back up. And so I think the algorithm Halloween. Yeah. The algorithm has caught me along with the Halloween season just be like, you know what? Here's a new batch of scary short films. Exactly. And even it knows. And phasmophobia, right? That's what it's called. Phas- phasmophobia. 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 It, so I, it seems like it's supposed to be saying like fear of phantasm. But it's yeah. like, um, I don't think that's a word. But yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but like what a wonderful janky game. Like it is. It is like even as we were playing it, I turned off all my lights and I wanted to be around when the ghost showed up, but I was too scared to. You were. So that's my problem with scary movies is I feel like I can only I have to consume them in the scariest uh, situation possible and then I get too scared to watch them. So then I don't. Oh, fuck that noise. I remember I played what was it was Doom 3, right? Where it was like when it, it was became, actually scary, yeah. yeah. Where there was like there was no flash. Like you had to change. You could have a gun or a flashlight, but not both. Oh. Yeah, I, I remember I played that. Um, like I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna turn the lights off in my room and close the blinds, mm-hmm. even though it's two p.m. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I think about twenty minutes in that game, I was like, nope, nope, nope. Open nope. these blinds right up. <laughs> There's, I don't know what it is. It's you. I feel like it's meant to be enjoyed scared. So then I have to. But then I'm too chicken. You're too chicken. Coward, James. Did you beat Doom Oh, yeah. Three? Yeah. <laughs> Was it good? No. <laughs> <laughs> but that graphics, though. Yeah, it was at the time great. Also, yeah. the flat, the duct tape mod, <laughs> which is always great. We assume that there's a roll of duct tape on the station of Mars, so the Doom Slayer could tape a flashlight to his fucking gun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty great. Aw, happy Halloween, everyone! Yeah, happy Halloween. Listen, if you're in a uh, redacted area, I give out full-size candy bars, so you come right on down. Not only, I have full-size candy bars, I have, what, 146 airheads, um, I have sweet, I have three pounds of sweet tarts, it, it was four when it got here. Um, <laughs> sweet tarts? That's your, that's your vice? Oh, I love sweet tarts. 
Also, they're not like full size sweet tarts. They're like wrapped like Smarties. So they're little okay. tiny ones. Sure. See, my uh, my my secret advice, not so secret anymore, is going to be. Um, it's actually Smarties. I love Smarties. Oh, I love Smarties too. But I found out that we're weird in that. <laughs> yeah, I know. People don't like. It. They're like, it's just chalk. And I was like, shut up. It's all sugar. <laughs> 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 that was shocking to me when I found out. Like, other people don't like Smarties. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, they're terrible. <laughs> they're absolutely terrible. They're like, candy. they're like old people candy. I'm like, they're what? sugar. <laughs> they're worse than old people candy. It's just, but that's candy. okay. Just I, I'm assuming you're being satirical. This is like your no, no, a big not. act for you. You're just I actually really don't crazy, like crazy thought. He's like, how it's could just, I sound so dumb right now? <laughs> They're I feel just, that's where you're going. They're difficult to eat, and like the what? payoff to effort. <laughs> you, you unroll the plastic <laughs> thing and open it into your mouth. No, but then Unro- you have to unrolling like, is dangerous because you no, drop some. No, no, no. Okay, yes, there's too many, and then you have to like bite, and it's like, ugh, and it, like it explodes, and then it's like. Did ugh. you just complain about biting food? <laughs> It's not the same. It's like biting a mint. It's like people who bite mints. It's gross. And I do that. Oh my god! Uh, Do you bite mints? I I, I don't. I don't like mints, but hard candies I do bite at some. You don't bite hard candy, and that's the problem with with Smarties. Yeah, like um, the other thing I tend to get, but I didn't this year is like uh, the blow pops with like the gum in the middle. Oh, sure. I crunch down on those bad boys. I do too. Yeah. Well, it's fine when you've, you know, gotten to the center of the Tootsie no, Pop. This is like maybe oh. 30 seconds after. I, yeah. yeah. You like, are monsters. Basically, I bite in as soon as it's sensible to do so. <gasps> yeah. It's, not, it's no longer a jawbreaker. Yes. Yeah. Because oh here's the thing God. I love jawbreakers. And that's where I, I kind of, that's where that's I too, That's too far for me. I can't do jawbreakers. Now, so my favorite thing, I found the middle ground of Jawbreaker, hmm. which is um, there's a, a brand. Settle called in, Jawbreaker. everyone. This is now a candy podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's like I think it's called like Job Busters, where it only takes like 30 seconds of being in your mouth and you just bite through the entire thing. Oh, here's the thing i don't like jawbreakers but you talking about it is making me salivate no, exactly <laughs> listen i have a way with words and uh i, and how I, I thought you actually food. can't bite those that's that's why it's a, i said it's a hybrid type thing okay oh. <laughs> it's uh because you could also just call it basic whatever but uh the thing is this is a nice uh, the satisfaction of Biting through a jawbreaker without having to wait twenty hours of it in your mouth. Um, what are these? So, so this put is, it up on the screen, please. Yeah, these so are what, what is this? This is the this is the jawbreaker candy that uh, I recommend for uh, people who don't have enough time but still enjoy jawbreakers. <laughs> I feel like I should find I that in like a a bank like you twenty can't. years ago. I mean, you probably could. Uh, what, and what do honestly, you like, Andy? Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> Turn this around on you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have controversial likes. I mean, there is the capital S. Andy, you're, you're one out of three here, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, doesn't anybody like take fives? The fuck is a take five? Well, well, oh remember, God, I I man. do love take fives. I'm, that's I'm that's, what, that's my favorite. Cho- it's a, my favorite chocolatey candy. Ah, that's never. I want to be very clear with you. I have never heard of Take Five in my entire life. Are you serious, James? I want to be on. Good. Yeah, I need to be clear with you. I feel like I brought up Take Fives unbidden from anybody else in conversations with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying you have it, but that's it's. It did made no fucking. uh, (laughs) Impression on me. Well, maybe this this Wikipedia article will show you. The best I, it, chocolatey yeah. confection you've ever seen in your goddamn so it, life. So it's it's a it's a Reese's peanut butter cup, but it has caramel and and nuts. Uh, that's that's rude to the Reese's peanut butter cup. Okay, <laughs> it's a, it's a chocolate covered pretzel. 
Yes. <laughs> with so you've got the sweet butter. and the savory. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When you bite into it, you'll be reminded more of the pretzel than uh, Reese's peanut butter. Cup. Yes. I, here's I don't think I've ever seen these. Like that's the I, thing. Um, like I don't. This must be a Midwestern thing. <laughs> no, because it's well, it's it's probably a not uh, East Coast thing, if anything, because it's also in the West Coast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So and it's in the South. So, uh, I, you just bought so much candy, James, and you're yeah. to tell me. Listen, if you need to ask yourself, how do I bring in some bigger numbers to my house for Halloween? You get some take fives right now. Change the lives of those children. Oh, you don't, you don't fuck it. These kids, they don't know what they want. <laughs> <laughs> every, every year it shocks me when they're like, we want the Hershey's candy bars. I'm like, are you, are you serious? I have starbursts. These, <laughs> these kids are dumb. Never mind. They don't deserve take fives. <laughs> Keep it for yourself. <laughs> Close I mean, the I'll gate hold, on these children. I'll hold this down. <laughs> I'd absolutely love take fives. But you're yeah. right. When it comes to like a sugary confection. I honestly, I don't know. I think I just steer away from all of them. This I guess reminds, I'm just not a hard candy person. I'm I'm a I'm a baby Ruth guy. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I understand. I, I I it's just for me personally. I've never liked a uh, a smooth this, texture. Yeah. I like to chew into but, something. Wait, my no, mother loved Three Musketeers, and I think this was like my middle ground. Yeah, I can see that. Three Musketeers are good. But Baby Ruth, oh, God, it just looks like so much work to eat. Uh, something I learned to like to <laughs> eat. Uh, uh, going into our 18-minute mark of, of candy talk. Um, listen, something we, I learned, listen, this is the reason we have all this time is because of how disappointing the state of play was. <laughs> yes, we'll get to that in the, in the second hour, the second half hour of this podcast. Yeah. So listen, guys, I need you, I need you to understand. I... I this was an acquired taste because somebody in my former company ran a mini candy store in the building. Oh, <laughs> and had a bunch of random things that they just buy from Sam's Club or Costco, and sure. just like, hey, ten cents for X thing. Well, you know what? Um, there's that there's that bar. It's kind of uh, generous to call it candy. Mm. Um, it, it's the uh, it's the one that's really marshmallow and then nuts all over it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what, is mm-hmm. that? what is it called again? That's a is, that, is it called a whatchamacallit? Is that no, what it is? No, no, no that's it different. Whatchamacall? No, it's it? not a whatchamacallit. It has marshmallow in it. Yeah. Ooh. I know I what you're talking right. about. Like, right. I can visualize it, but... Uh, hold on. Oh, yeah, whatchamacallit. I have, if I describe this... It's a salted nut roll. There you go. Oh, there's like, yeah. There's, like, some caramel in between to keep it all together. Sure. So I've, uh, I I acquired a taste for this, and normally mm-hmm. I don't just like marshmallow things. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I could have marshmallow as a side thing. It can't be the main piece of the candy. This is sure. kind of like have you ever seen a Stuckey's bar? I don't think I have. No, I don't think so. I've heard of it, but I've never seen yeah. one. Yeah, this just reminds me of that. Yeah. By the way, saying Stucky's bar makes me feel like I'm 80 years old. <laughs> it it sounds like a grandpa thing. Stucky, Stucky's <laughs> is like this thing that only exists in gas station um, <laughs> waste or like waste stations on the highway. Stucky's. Holy shit. Hold on, guys. I just realized I'm an adult. I could buy Jeff bags. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Strawberry gummy rings. The thing that's all oh, used to be present everywhere. And those are good. Those I feel like are sold exclusively at gas stations. Yeah, and not even every gas station. No, they no, get no, no, they no. get overrodden by peach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, pe- it's called a pecan log roll. A pecan log roll, and it's nougat, caramel, and pecan. So very similar mm. to the salted nut roll, which is peanuts. <laughs> yeah. Listener, I want you to I want you to uh, participate in the candy discussion. If you add us on Twitter, uh, exactly. with your favorite candy, uh, we will read them out loud and debate with you why you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, yeah. It's, tweet listen, us as we're live. <laughs> I 
<laughs> Suddenly we change gears. We're no longer a gaming news podcast. <laughs> we're just, just discuss candy every week. Hey, Justin McElroy has a podcast that's just about cereal called The Empty Bowl. So. Is it really? Oh. Yeah. Hey, hey, don't bring up our food uh, rival podcast oh, right that's now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't eat enough candy. I think that's what I'm learning here. All right. And well, five I, I, I'm pounds the... of strawberry gummies coming my house. And I'm, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> da- Charles, that's dangerous. That's real dangerous. It's the same way with the fucking sweet tarts that are behind me. It's <laughs> well, it's, I, the, in, a, in a way, me getting the full size candy bar stops me from eating the candy. <laughs> because if it was just like the little fun size ones, like, oh, I can have one. And then the children have no Fun candy. sizes are a terrible idea. <laughs> oh no yeah well uh, so here's a uh, here's another story for you james about these the take fives <laughs> when i had a membership to sam's club and i realized i could just buy a full box of whatever candy i wanted i bought oh, yeah. a full box of take fives i had one every day i would oh, just yeah. grab pick grab it along with anything else when and i go I to grab my heart and fell over <laughs> <laughs> it was just a nice thing i can do because I'm an adult. <laughs> and I'm sure each of those days were great. Every time. Right. I felt oh I felt like I at least had something going for me every day. Mm-hmm. And that's the life you need to live. Oh, that's fair. Now right. I'm going to start Googling this stuff. All right. Oh, I suppose God. that's no, enough candy I'm talk. Not to use <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Halloween's a great time of the year, though. Halloween it is, though. Halloween, um, second favorite holiday to uh, Christmas, Christmas, which is always is annoys me when people are like, "Let's start celebrating Christmas in July." I'm like, "No, Ew. give ha- give Halloween its fucking due." <laughs> Ew, what, what like, is you, Christmas in July? It just it, like, do they do it just to get more gifts? It's because it, no, it's just because it's six months from Christmas. I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Christmas is in December. I don't get it. Jesus' birthday was July and. (laughs) Yeah, he was born when the shepherds were bringing in the flock, technically. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Anyways, Uh, I just don't know why you'd want to repeat a holiday. Save it for when it is. Well, it's not a repeat, Andy. They just start celebrating Christmas in July through december <laughs> oh i took it as having a second no christmas. andy it's it's one contiguous holiday oh those people are terrible people yeah they are and probably desperately uninteresting andy there are like, many of those people are people you know you just don't realize it that can't be yeah. no several several personalities i know are christmas and july people that's it brings them joy and it doesn't hurt them or anyone else. Listen, we lost the war against Thanksgiving, right? Christmas assumed Thanksgiving, and we all we all let that go. Mm. Halloween is the bulwark. <laughs> <laughs> we need to rally behind it. That's right. With uh, with all our heroes, Michael Myers, Leatherface, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Scream Guy, <laughs> Ghostface, I think, right? What's, yeah. our, what's our new generation? Like, so Scream. I guess there's Saw Guy. Saw guy, yeah. Uh, well, well, okay, when I say new generation, I mean the last ten years, right? So, yeah, handheld uh, footage guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, the ghost from uh, Conjuring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's our new classic horror villain, the Conjuring. Yeah. The Conjuring, the Conjuring is the uh, the biggest one lately. Yeah, they had like ten movies, Andy. Oh, did it? It's crazy how many movies they have. I don't I don't follow anything. Yeah, listen, I, I went through each Wikipedia article. They've got some good stuff. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of getting your information from Wikipedia articles, <laughs> let's talk about how the state of play is basically... We're going to recap it in five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about it more than that. It's just we're going to talk about how we're disappointed. <laughs> Well, I didn't even watch it, and I was told basically I missed nothing. Yeah. So just just to just to put a button on it, uh, there was a state of play today, uh, October 27th at 5 p.m. Eastern time. It lasted about 30 minutes. Sony had said it was going to focus on third party uh, 
third party games, which everyone thought Final Fantasy 16, and then everyone yeah. thought no. <laughs> but they uh, just I'm going to do a quick one run through, and then we'll individually talk about stuff afterwards. But just to kind of go through it, um, they announced a new uh, survival action game based on the Let It Die universe called Death Verse. Uh, Let It Die is the Suda 51 game okay. that was you climbed a hotel with the skateboarding uh, Grim Reaper, yeah, right? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Suda 51 not involved in this anywhere in the slightest. It doesn't even have the same anything. It doesn't. Okay. Hold on. We'll get there. Okay. Um, <laughs> next, they announced We Are OFK, which is a game based around a band of uh, a band of uh various sexuality and i don't know what would you say gendered people um i said to charles when we were watching this if this is based if this is a fake band for this game i'm okay with it if it's a real band this is the most masturbatory thing i've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um there is uh a, ah what's going on with my firefox Ooh. uh they announced an X pack or an expansion pack for Bug Snacks called the Isle of Big Snacks, Ooh. coming out early twenty two for free. Um, more footage of the next Five Nights at Freddy's game, Security Breach, that will be coming out this December. Couldn't make Halloween. Mm. Uh, Death Store will be coming to PlayStation and Switch, which they didn't announce here, but it will. Didn't you um, like this one? It's it's a great game. Cart oh. uh, Rider Drift, which is an Unreal Four cart uh, cart racer game with characters unique to itself. It's really all you need it to know like about it. Mega Man. What there. the hell are you doing, Firefox? Um, King of Fighters will be having an open beta test coming this month. First Class Trouble, a social deception game that's been on a PC, according to Charles, that I didn't realize is now mm -hmm. coming to PlayStation. Uh, and then probably the biggest surprise, Star Ocean Divine Force was announced, a new Star Ocean game by Square Enix coming in 2022. Did uh, anyone else feel like the title for that is too short? Oh, yeah. It's Does very it, generic. Like, Star Ocean is supposed to have like pretentiously long. Like I have one more title. game announcement, and then you can go off. I was <laughs> thinking about this. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. And then and then a deep dive into Little Devil Inside, um, which I really don't know how to describe other than being kind of a third person delightful action horror, you know, scary RPG. It's it's really kind of defies explanation, but it's also not super it's not super different than anything you've ever played but just the look and feel of it and how it presents itself is so unique that it it's worth it for you to go look into it yeah. but uh i uh how they describe it victorian like era action adventure but yeah. it's much more interesting than that yeah. um and they, did, and they didn't tell a release date the sons of bitches and that was it <laughs> And I think I turned to Charles or I talked to Charles when little little devil was the last thing that they did. And I went, oh, wait, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Why even bother? I mean, why? So I, I want to, to, you know, to go ahead and say this before we all get in and lay it on them. I find it funny um, how much hype it generates every time. Um a state of play is announced uh, when, and to be fair to Sony, they don't actually hype it up themselves mm. on what's going to be in it. Right. Yeah. Like the, like, and so sometimes I feel bad because I do still feel the feelings I have. Right. Which is like, Oh, they only showed this. They should have showed more. And I go, Boy, that sucked. Um, but they don't also say this is going to be, you know, you're going to get everything you wanted because I was up for a Bloodborne uh, FPS uh, update or yeah. Final Fantasy 16. They didn't say that. They just said, we're going to tell you more about some third party games that are coming up, which they did. But I'm still disappointed, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I so I feel a little bit bad sometimes because it's just like this, like uh, I'm building up expectations myself and then blaming somebody else for not meeting them. I mean, yeah. it's it's also it's because they're so variable with what they display in state of plays, right? Mm -hmm. There's been state of plays where they've dropped 
big announcements. And then there's also been state of plays like this or where they show Deathloop for the 18th time, right? <laughs> yeah. um, so it, I think there's a there's a criticism to say we don't really know what state of play is. We can't get a good no. feeling on it because they're so variable with it, right? Nintendo has Nintendo Directs, but they also try to be like, this is a, an indie, right? This is just going to be our indies or this is going to be a animal crossing direct so people know just what they're getting into so they do a little better messaging on that ah, front that's it I'm, I'm gonna disagree on that because okay. like uh just because i i don't think they do anything different than what sony does when they say hey like sometimes state of plays have also been centered on specific games before as well where they say hey this is gonna be about new stuff for Deathloop or whatever right like mm-hmm. for a specific game they've done that before too and like I, you know, I've watched Nintendo Directs going, are they going to talk about X? Then they don't talk about it, right? And people have also correspondingly rated those type of Nintendo Directs as like, well, that sucked. That was an angry, <laughs> you know. So it's not necessarily like a, a company specific thing. It's just you know, people have a certain expectation to be wowed all the time. Which I, I, which I'm not saying is necessarily bad because these are entertaining companies and they want to be entertained. Um, but it's also just a weird thing that we've all just kind of normalized. Mm-hmm. And I'd like us to you know, keep that in mind that we're we're normalizing a thing that's you know at some point we should know better, right? <laughs> like it's it's something like because like we said, right? People don't know how to state us, you know, under like what to expect from a state of play. But we definitely know the possibilities of it could also just be nothing. Like, so it's a, it's a interesting, just a self mirror to me type of thing to keep in mind. And all I think about is back in my day, we had E3 and that was all you needed. It was just one year, just an explosion of news. And it was always exciting, always memeable. And now we have these inconsistent state of plays. You blame Nintendo for that. Nintendo say we're going to have Nintendo Directs. And then everyone's like, you know what? We could do those. I mean, true. And obviously we had to pivot with the pandemic. (laughs) Um, But what else will COVID take away from us? uh, uh, I just miss E3. Those were nice. I don't think I really get excited for any of these anymore. They're just kind of because of the inconsistency. And because now apparently I hate games because whichever one it was just inspired no joy in me. Andy, between last podcast and today, Mm. other than Phasmophobia, what game have you played? I played a little bit of I'm trying to beat the DLC for Outer Wilds. Okay. I that even bummed me out because it starts off excellent. Um, and then like, you know, you run into like where you're stumped on puzzles and I just like, I just have no ambition to finish it now. And it just bums me out Andy, I think because it's DLC and it Andy, didn't need to exist at all. I, I might, I might just little armchair psychiatrist here. You might be depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of calling up Rubenstein. We'll see. But <laughs> I, I, I would just tell you, right, when when my depression over this pandemic was at its worst, I could not be asked to play a game, even though mm-hmm. I love games so much. Mm-hmm. And I, and now that I'm trending upwards, I've been playing a lot more games. <sighs> so I, I'm just I'm just That's I'm not saying you're depressed, Andy, but it, it is mm-hmm. anhedonia, as I have learned, is a big component of depression, uh-huh. which is. Anhedonia means not finding joy in things that typically yeah. give you joy. Well, I'm used to I'm used to being able to blame it on other things, but hmm, that must be why I hate games because I don't want to actually hate games. I'd rather just be depressed. Yeah, I had that <laughs> I had that period of time, Andy, while we well, were recording this podcast. Oh, for sure. It's mm. well, the, the world's upside down. Yeah, and. Hmm. And I'm wow. My biggest problem is I don't want to finish Outer Wilds. <laughs> yes, yes, Andy. <laughs> I know we we and our luxury problems are why the why the oh proletariat will tear us down from our our high vaulted walls. Exactly. My Outer Wilds. I'll just say this though, Outer Wilds. Thank you for the DLC, but we didn't need it. 
You made a perfect game, buddy. Why'd you make a DLC? Yeah. It bums me out. But so, I actually, like, I, like, was debating. I was like, <gasps> do I look up solutions? Is, is this what I am now? A person who looks up solutions to puzzles? And Oh, I did. I mean, I... <laughs> I'll admit it. I fucking youtube the shit out of the witness at a certain point i was like I'm <laughs> really yeah i was like i'm done with this oh. i want this game to be over i yeah. loved it so my but, thing, but let's let's bring it back to the state of play oh. <laughs> yeah. let me tell you about the state of play that mm. whenever there's a purely puzzle focused game i don't look <laughs> it up but if there's any puzzles for other things that it's just a coincidental thing i look it up because i don't care oh sure <laughs> sure sure yeah 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 uh, i can understand that but Outer Wilds is all about exploration and whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'm just going to look it up because I just want to finish that game. <laughs> I'll just look it up. I'm old and depressed. Apparently. <laughs> Aren't we all, Andy? Aren't we all? Old and depressed. Um, anyway, yes. The state of play. Um, yeah. Nothing. I mean, so Star Ocean, the Divine Force, that is surprising um because oh, honestly i did not think square Enix was coming back to that franchise no neither did i well yeah. I, yeah it's one of those things where i didn't i wouldn't call out call the franchise completely out but i did think um the past couple of games it's released over the last couple of generations were middling in uh performance mm -hmm. oh go off so <laughs> like and the thing is uh I got excited when I saw the trailer because I pieced it together. Because as soon as it says Tri-Ace, I go, it's Star Ocean. Yeah. And then I saw a ship and then I went, it's Star Ocean 2 Remake. Ooh. And then it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> and I went, a new Star Ocean. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> new Star Ocean, bad. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when you said that, like, ooh, it's a Star Ocean Remake. I'm like, ooh, this might be my time to jump onto Star Ocean. Because I've never played one. Yeah. And... I, uh, over the pandemic last year, I replayed the first Star Ocean because it was available on Switch. And it's like only 20 hours. Uh, and it was great. I loved it. I was like, this is fun. Get to do this. And I was like, now I just need a remake or a port of Star Ocean 2. And I'll play that. Star Ocean 2 is my, one of my favorite JRPGs. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. Star Ocean 2. Didn't Star Ocean 2 never get like a, an official US release though? No, that's a, that guy. That was just, the first one. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Wait, what am I thinking of then? Isn't there like a Star Ocean online only game or something like that? I mean, there was a couple games, right? There was a there was a Star Ocean game that came out for Xbox, um, and then there was like uh, Integrity and Faithlessness, which was like a PS3 game, uh, well, multi platform game, and then there was one more that came out uh, for PlayStation Four, which I forget the name still. But I and I may be mixing up the names of a couple of these because they just keep making other Star Oceans that are, isn't two. <laughs> I, I thought there was one that only released on the Dreamcast and then only came out later after the Dreamcast died. Fantasy Star? Oh, you know what? There it is, Andy. Thank you. And that was on and Fantasy Star 2 was well, Fantasy Star Online 2 was in Japan for a long time only. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I have I, I mixed the two up. It's okay. They got star in it. All right. I mean, they're also very similar, aren't they? In concept. I don't know. Uh, no. Okay, then fair, never mind. I don't know. I mean, Fantasy Star was a JRPG as well. I don't know much about them. All right, okay. all you viewers that were worried, there was Star Ocean, Star Ocean Second Evolution, Star Ocean The Last Hope, which is the Xbox one, I believe. Then there was uh, Star Ocean, oh, oh, I'm sorry, before Last Hope, there was Till the End of Time, which was mm -hmm. a PlayStation 2 and 3 game, I think. Two I think it was just 2. Yeah. yeah, and then there was Last Hope. And that's, that's when they, they that's when they died to me because uh, they were on Xbox. Yeah. And then they came out with Integrity and Faithlessness, which was uh, there was what nothing a in between that. Uh, and then uh, there was a mobile game for Star Ocean, which I played. It was a gacha game called Anamnesis, uh, which was just all the characters, and uh, they ruined it because they just weren't a good game. I, I see what you mean about the name being too short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Like you, you come at us with integrity and faithlessness, and till the end of time with you, or whatever the heck it was called. You know what's and, interesting? I'm so I'm looking at the trailer right now for it. This looks a lot like Forspoken, which also Square Enix is making. Oh, really? That's I, right. Well, well, with the dash mechanic, yeah, yeah. and the I, flying in the open world. Well, okay, guys, let's let's be clear. Star Ocean, the Divine Forest has an awful graphics <laughs> it, it looks, looks so bad it looks bad it looks it's like a generation or two behind well it reminds and, me of that last hope the graphics in last hope were terrible well it's, yeah. it's missing some i think it's missing lighting because that's really what it's a which it still has it has lighting but it's, it feels like something's off about it because everything feels a little flat well, also, yeah. the frame rate looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I, well, I'm also thinking textures. Texture feels off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, that robot looks this. pretty good. Yes, the robot does look good. The fire does not. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but but you see, like, there's uh, for some reason, Triace slash Square Enix are they just are like, you know what? We don't need to polish. Let's just. Show this to people because we don't care. <laughs> and they'll yeah. fucking buy it. Goddamn animals. Uh, yeah. Which I'm just like, guys, have some pride. You made Star Ocean 2. Uh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> hey, people really liked uh, I, until man, the end of time. I could really. I would. I've never really heard you guys like talk up Star Ocean so much. It uh, it does. Now I'm really wishing it was a remaster because I, uh, I would I like to try a lot. Two is so good. Two is very good. Uh, play as Rena. Don't play as Claude. <laughs> you get much cooler uh, characters mm-hmm. and weapons possibilities from there. Star Ocean is on my games to buy list now. Yeah. Or now that I'm going through my second tier of game collecting, Star Ocean's second story is. God, please don't tell. Me. Let's all guess how much does Star Ocean's second story cost? Eighty bucks. I was, I was going to say two hundred. Now I was going to say second story. Is definitely the more loved game. Oh yeah, if you, I feel well, like let me put it this way: it's eighty bucks for a disc, three hundred for a complete. I could have bought it at eighty bucks, and I thought it was too much. Let's see what it well, is. Well, Andy, this is what we've discussed, and how you're I know. A, a fake fan. Actually, so, it, 80, 80 bucks for complete in box. What? Man, I fucking nailed it. Who's, who's the so real Star to, Ocean fan? I'm so used to prices not making sense anymore. Hey, hey, all you Star Ocean fans listening to this podcast, what the fuck's wrong with you? Shoot what? this price up. It's <laughs> <laughs> worth much or more than $80. Charles, <laughs> I'm going to choose this as the bubble popped, I'm hoping. <laughs> the the price bubble popped. Let's look up uh, Misadventures of Tron Don. Oh, actually, no, Valkyrie, Valkyrie Profile. If that's still $600, I'm... The bubble didn't pop. But so so Star Ocean, right? A deep dive into Little Devil Inside, which, I mean, if you hadn't seen it before, um, it didn't show us anything new per se. It just showed us more, which is cool because everyone everyone who kind of knows about that game is excited about it. Um, the only, Again, the only other game that really kind of stuck out to me was We Are OFK because it seems kind of like, um, actually it seems very similar to uh, Return to Vo- Volcano High which hasn't released yet, right? But what that's the that? uh that's that game where you're dinosaurs in high school oh, yeah. before the comet crashes into the yeah. planet. That yeah. was in a state of play, wasn't that it? That was in a state of play, right? And I, I got kind of a similar vibe, just in maybe kind of tone from that, and we are OFK. So I was excited about that game. I'm interested in this game just because I do like a good narrative story game. Mm-hmm. And like I said, as long as this is not a real band, I'll be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, like the visuals look really nice. Um, look excellent. A- apparently, the, it's p- from the co-designer of Hyperlight Drifter. Cool. So you know that's that's a good pedigree to have there. Mm-hmm. But this could be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm yeah, interested. I, Depression I'm, cure. I, so I do like we are OFK just because I have a soft spot uh, now as I gotten older. Of uh, when stories focus on people just going through it, True, <laughs> yeah. just, you know, just like, fucking oh. in that grind, baby. <laughs> just get it done, boys and girls. Just keep working. Uh, but yeah, it's like oh, it's just deal. Uh, and honestly, 
I'm still confused by the trailer for We Are OFK just because I can't tell if it's being too meta that it makes sense or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's a thing, right? It's yeah. when when the trailer played, we were like, what what is this game? <laughs> is this just a an animation for the Sony marketing team? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It did kind of feel like that for a minute. Um, you know it's interesting looking at I'm I'm playing the trailer for Death First now too. Death First kind of looks like the new Star Ocean game too. I wonder if this is just a function of a lot of games being made on Unreal these days. Oh, uh, like, is this what yeah. Unreal looks like now? Kinda, yeah. Oh, but that's a shame for Unreal then. <laughs> well, well, okay, maybe not. Unreal, you know, does look good for game companies to know how to use Unreal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just the uh, the highs and lows. I, I think Unreal exposes a lot of things in your textures and stuff if you do not optimize for it. Oh, I'll tell you know. what, Death Verse looks wacky. Well, it's, it's an arena fighter, right? It's, oh, is well, it? Multiplayer survival action game. We don't I look forward to playing this game on Game Pass or PlayStation Plus free game. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, <laughs> when they started playing this, I'm like, so they're going to announce it for PlayStation Plus for next month, right? Because <laughs> that immediately, that's exactly what I thought. This is that exact kind of game where it's like, we'll be giving you this for free. Because that's the only way anyone will play it. Let It Die was free to play. It was. And I played it for all of 10 seconds before yeah, I got I frustrated it. with it. Yeah. I, who wants these games anymore? Remember well, I when mean, David Jaffe tried to make one? Well, Remember he yeah. made it's, it's, it's part death. of it's, it's kind of the hunt for whales, right, Andy? Yeah. They don't need to get a lot of people. They need to get a thousand people willing to spend a hundred bucks on it and then it you know this is or more poor david jaffe i know like i feel like everybody goes in to make these kind of things and then also is david jaffe is he only god of war guy now is that the only good thing he's done well i mean he made twisted metal metal. (laughs) what else has he done uh he made that game drawn to death (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) And wasn't wasn't there like one called like calling all cops or something or calling all cars? Uh yeah, yep, calling all cars. And that didn't do anything. David Jaffe, why are you a well known name? Uh, because God of War was great. <laughs> God of War was very good. Yeah. Oh, Did you man. see that he rips them apart and there's sex scenes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's boobs, real ones. You smash the O button to make them go O. <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, side story. Back when I uh, used to work at a uh, retail company and somebody was buying God of War to their kid. I didn't know if I had to do this or not, but I just covered myself and I was just like, and the kid was a kid, like mm-hmm. kindergarten. Well, not kindergarten. Less than 12 um, mm-hmm. years old. And I was like, oh, uh, ma'am, this is a rated M game. Um uh, it has nudity and violence. Um, and it's like, do you still want this? Uh, she's like, well, what kind of like nudity? Uh, they show boobs. <laughs> like, well, the, do they hang dong? That's what she's worried about. <laughs> yeah. She was like, are they, you know, kids are going to see him eventually. I'll get it. And I was like, okay. You're a cool mom. Head, I, yeah, in my head, I thought that, that sounds about right. Like I, like if I was a kid, that's exactly what I'd want to hear from my parents. That's the cool mom. But then, uh, it, but you know, like outwardly, I had to be like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the lady behind, uh, after was like, I can't believe she bought that for her child. And I was just like, hmm? <laughs> I can't well, judge. I'm a custodian exactly. for your purchases. I I, I give nothing. That's right. <laughs> I offer no judgment to you. Well, that's like I every understand. family that buys GTA for their kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Listen, there was a person at GameStop. Or maybe it was Funko Land back then. I don't remember. But they told my mom not to let me buy Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh, no. I don't Those own it plants. because of that. <laughs> yes, where you bounce on their boobs. And you'd fight a, a giant pile of poop. Do you know how much that game goes for now? A lot. And I could have had that game if it wasn't for you, Charles. If it wasn't for you telling people that games contain violence and nudity. 
It was rated M and required ID. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was going to buy it. My mom even thought it was funny. I had rented it beforehand. I it, The guy was like really not letting her do it. That's funny. Screw that guy. And, yeah. Any other lingering effort. thoughts on the state of play? That's <laughs> uh, it. Um, Boring. Little Devil Inside is going to be an interesting game because it is, yeah, the the easiest way to say is an action-adventure game uh, with mechanics from every other game, <laughs> every yeah. other every other genre. But it just, it looks like it's executing them so perfectly. Yeah, like all of them. It's it's weird. It, it might become... It's either going to be fantastic or we're going to hate it. Yep. <laughs> so good for them. Uh, yeah. Their potential is high, and one day it'll be great. Well, speaking of high potential... Ooh. Concerned Ape of uh, uh, shit. Oh, Stardew Valley. I forgot his name for a second. <laughs> uh, Stardew Valley fame has announced his next project, The Haunted Chocolatier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I So he, this is, again, where maybe my kind of I am not a big Harvest Moon guy. I am not a big Stardew guy. Are either of you? Uh, let's say Andy's more, a bigger Harvest Moon guy, I but really I've uh, I've definitely been a Stardew Valley person. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy, you want to give your take? Oh, um, I mean, and to be fair, I've played Stardew Valley now, and I appreciate it. Um, before because it wasn't Harvest Moon, I just couldn't partake. I'll, I'll leave this to the normies, and I'll go play with the cuter cows. Because <laughs> Stardew Valley is just—I'm sorry—it's just an ugly. one guy made it andy i know i know and honestly after playing it for i think like 70 hours now wonderful game i can't believe one person wait hold on (laughs) that's just you're just like i can't play that game it's for the normies but i did drop 70 hours on well i played it many years later multiplayer um and it, it was a lot of fun but i still think it's kind of fugly but I don't know. Looking at this, though, number one, I don't like the name. Don't say something's haunted, because then you feel like you can only play it at Halloween. Right? <laughs> I'll let Concerned Ape know. <laughs> you can't say something's haunted and play it outside of Halloween. Yeah, we're not allowed to play any horror games outside of Halloween. Right? Resident Evil, pack up your shit and start releasing in October instead of April <laughs> and June. But, I mean... <laughs> haunted as such a specific feeling um but i don't know it's it looks like it's part like shop management and part dungeon crawler right did you ever play reseteer i did not but i played moonlighter okay i get sort of reseteer vo- uh mm. vibes off of yes this. i would say i would say yeah um, and if you, um, humble viewer slash listener, do not know what Reseteer is, mm-hmm. it's a delightful little anime game where you run a shop in like a fantasy world. And to stock your shop, you go into dungeons and kill monsters to get items to stock your shop. So it seems kind of similar in concept to that. I don't know. This I was watching this trailer. It almost seems a little more RPG based, too, though. But I guess maybe that's some holdover from how Stardew Valley um, interactions are, because I know everyone loves the, you know, NPC interactions in Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be another chill game. I don't yeah. think, I think concerned Ape likes making chill games, even if they're like, they have certain elements like dungeon crawling and all that. Uh, and it seems nice. I, I, you know, I don't necessarily, care about its graphics or anything because uh at some point it has a charm and yeah you know, uh you know whatever systems they make uh they have a good track record of making it kind of fun and interesting to explore so we'll go with it it's i mean it's really just what also concerned- look at those oh, brown people in that game <laughs> yeah i did some later for stardew valley but boy <laughs> um Concerned Ape and I think Toby Fox are really kind of the only what independent developers really up. I mean, sure, there's millions of them, but, you know, they're (laughs) the only successful ones really running around today. Hey, Phasmophobia was made by one guy. That's true. But I don't think they have name brand recognition. Like Phasmophobia is a runaway success. Mm -hmm. But if you were like, I don't that studio doesn't necessarily have the same 
kind of curtail that say like concerned ape or toby fox does no, of undertale fame they're literally legends they yeah. are yeah they are darlings i don't know yeah. team meat but, but you I, know, i'm surprised I, i'm surprised he's he's um projecting his next gameplay so soon mm. because i have to imagine like maybe he's just a well-adjusted human being which congrats to him yeah. um but i have to imagine the pressure on him is incredibly high oh for sure yeah i i i agree it's got to be tough but you know we don't know him he's a uh, really good at not uh stepping at it yeah <laughs> uh and you know and he only releases things when he thinks they're ready so like he's he's doing this all by himself again i believe from i think no i think then he, he finally hired like one or two well, people for stardew yeah, valley right he hired them for stardew valley but i think he said for this game he hasn't added anybody else he's doing jesus it christ <laughs> that's yeah. it i think that was something that was mentioned when he announced it so you can look that up if you want but yeah, it's for journalists yeah, it's yeah. for journalists. we're influencers um yeah, that's true you hear it, Brooklinen? You hear that Reese's company? I was just gonna say, where's our where's our branding? Where's That's our brand right. deals? I'll sell out. <laughs> Don't worry, Andy. We know you'll sell out. <laughs> uh, next thing. So, next thing. Yeah, as we say. Yeah. All right. Topic mind. Next story. Guardians of the Galaxy came out yesterday. Oh, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been watching uh, streaming mode on <laughs> on any um, any channels. No. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy uh, by Square Enix, I just Montreal released yesterday. It is a third person story driven linear um, game where you play as Peter Quill of the Guardians of the Galaxy fame. This is not MCU Guardians of the Galaxy. This is more comic adjacent MC, uh, comic adjacent um, Guardians. Um, but you also control the rest of the team as well via a pretty neat kind of um, it's like D-pad based um, gameplay system. Hmm. But I think and it has a great soundtrack, which you will never hear if you watch a streamer because <laughs> because they have that turned off. And then when it's turned off, there's a great little thing at the top that says streaming mode on <laughs> just letting you know at all times that you are missing our fantastic licensed music. <laughs> It's cool they they put effort into the music though. That's well, cool. they did, yeah, they did, and then they didn't necessarily put effort into the streaming mode because there are parts of the game where they're like, put on a song, and then nothing turns. Oh, on. <laughs> oh. <coughs> um, but I think the writing was kind of like the big question mark for this game as a story driven RPG or story driven um, narrative, and it's pretty. I mean, all the streams I've watched, it's pretty on point. Like I, I am kind of in the in the uh, the camp where I now want to play this game, um, and I don't want to watch other people play it anymore because it's so stupid to not hear the music. Yeah. Um, hey, it's working. I guess that's true. Yeah. It is kind of a weird roundabout way to increase sales. Mm-hmm. Look but, at all this free yeah. advertising. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, are either of you? I, I don't know. I, a lot of people are saying it's not necessarily worth the $60 at release, but it's also a very good game. So if you wait a month, get it a little cheaper. Hmm. I, I so, yeah, I, I've also heard the same thing about it, that it's pretty good. All things considered, you know, Square living in the shadow of its uh, one of its greatest failures of dropping the ball on Avengers <laughs> Marvel's game. Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. So like. It's reassuring in the sense of like, hey, we could still make good uh, games based off of one of the most popular IPs in recent memory. Um, the The only thing that's like strange for me is I don't have time <laughs> to play games <laughs> that aren't gacha games. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, you know, it's a it's an interesting thing where I. I do want to play it at some point. Um, I agree with the idea that like maybe you just wait a little bit till it goes on sale, and if you have time, you play it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also in this in this state of mind where, well, not even state of mind. It's just how life is. That uh, where you say, "All right, I don't play right away. I'll never." Play. Then it never. You never yeah. come back <laughs> to it. Yeah. yeah, it is a risk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is why sometimes I just immediately start playing games. Like I did 
start playing Far Cry. I bought. Well, I didn't buy Far Cry Six. I got the 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 UPlay pass for fifteen dollars, so I could play Far Cry Six, and I played it for like four hours, and I was like, mm. um, but it is kind of that thing of like, well, let me let me get into it while the well the interest is there and keeps me playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do worry about that, but I also love Marvel, so I, I'll probably come back to this. And and honestly, if I stop watching the streams. I am super curious about where the story is going. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. check it out then. It's just so it's, weird to see things not look like the Disney movies. Yeah. It's so weird. It looks really <laughs> polished though. Like looking at no, the it's yeah, the performance apparently is very good. There's some crashing, but like it's optimized pretty well. They'll fix the crashing. Yeah. Huh. A lot of effort uh, was put into that. Yeah. Um, uh, two quick notes, then I guess just to close out the podcast, um, Returnal received a patch this week, um, adding a save state feature. So now I can play it with my crashing PS5. Yeah. So now, so now you can suspend cycle in the middle of a, in the middle of a run and come back to it, Mm -hmm. which is nice, right? It allows you to stop. I did beat Returnal a couple weeks ago, actually got the secret ending and everything. Nice. Um, but and I think it's worth it. It's it's still a fun game. I am I am happy to be free of it. It allowed me to start playing Yakuza. That's <laughs> <laughs> my kind of in between game when I just want to kind of veg out. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Supermassive's next dark anthology game, House of Ashes, has come out. Speaking of Halloween games, you may want to play um, the dark anthology. Um, so Supermassive made Until Dawn, if you remember that game, which was a big Halloween hit a few years ago. They've tried to re-hit that kind of... Um, they've tr- they tried to hit that str- lightning strike again with the Dark Pictures Anthology series. None of the games have really kind of hit, but apparently this new one, House of Ashes, is as good or better than Until Dawn, according to a lot of people. Ooh. So if you're looking for a fun Halloween game to play this weekend, um, it's highly recommended by a lot of people. I might look into it. I, I so- like... Yeah, go ahead. No, good. No, no, that's basically it. Well, so um, uh, actually, Andy and I and some friends back uh, uh, back in the old days, uh, oh. we all played um, Until Dawn together because it was one, it was a good time to play. Like it is an interactive horror movie, right? And everyone just mm-hmm. takes turns playing certain characters, and everyone kind of votes on like, "Hey, what should we do? Do this." And so yeah. It was a good time. And then, like, when they did uh, the next set of the anthology series and they made, like, Man and Medan first, played that with friends again. And, you know, wasn't they, as good. They, it, it wasn't as good, but not necessarily. Like, the reason why the, uh, the other games, I believe, weren't as good, not necessarily for the gameplay, but for the story mm. uh, itself. Yeah, yeah. And still, so some of the story stuff, the directions they went through was uh, not as good. Um, I think the thing with House of Ashes is that, um, and I actually, again, hey, I look at Wikipedia articles. I, uh, I watched the game. I watched somebody play through House of Ashes. Is that, and all these games are fairly short, like five, six hours uh, to play. But um, in this story, they, they do make a commitment to uh, uh, certain pieces that actually works really well. And I think that's something that definitely need to be done for the series as a whole. And hopefully they learn from this and go, oh, that worked. And we're going to do this other thing. Plus, yeah. uh, one thing that the man, the uh, anthology series does, which is kind of neat, is um, well, so they have a mechanic that uh, Supermassive does with their games, which is like you get a small preview of like things that are going to happen later in the game, and then uh, by picking up certain items, and that and that's true for all their games. Mm-hmm. However, one of those uh, items always shows a short scene of the next game oh. and uh, the hint for this one uh from this game is that the next game looks like a saw like horror oh wow until dawn had shades of that too for oh, just yeah. a little bit of it yeah so it's uh it's it's pretty neat uh because you're like oh this has an interesting story next one might be a serial killer so that sounds like it's gonna be and you know our, everyone has a fascination with serial killers, so it's a it's an interesting time. <laughs> uh, 
Well, we'll have to we'll have to focus on our fascination on serial killers on another episode Ooh. of Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a candy show. That's true. <laughs> I've been your host, James James Full Size Candy Bar Hartwell, Ooh. and I've been joined by Charles Loves Job Breakers and the Smarties Yamont, and I've been joined <laughs> by Andy. Um. <laughs> I love I love how we screw Andy over this every week now at this point because you and I can do it off the cup and he can't. Uh, I, we can, uh, I'm Andy. trying to pledge allegiance to a candy right now. A- Andy, take five K. What is this? There we go. Take five K. I take fives are pretty great. So yeah, I'll call that mine. But all right, well, you should take night. five. I, oh, oh, have a spooky Halloween. Woo. What's Good that night. behind you? Oh! oh. <laughs>